Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Podcast where we bring you the latest in news, rumors, and everything going on in the world of WWE. We sometimes sprinkle in ROH, TNA, and the rest of the indies if they should come up. But unfortunately, in this world, it seems that WWE is the only one that really matters. I am your host, as always, DM. And apologies that this week you only get my voice, as I was stuck at work for a last-minute catering ordeal. But at least you're still getting your wrestling podcast, as promised. A special shout-out goes to all of our fans and listeners in Texas, as right now, they are floating in water. And I'm sure if Alex was on the show with me right now, he would be telling us stories. But right now, why don't we get into the news, and there isn't very much of it this week. Alright, call it breaking news if you want, but WWE has pulled Rusev from this weekend's WWE Live events which is a strong indication that he might not be able to compete at Sunday's Elimination Chamber event. Rusev was scheduled to face John Cena in a steel cage match leading up to Sunday night. However, he has been replaced by Kane. As noted earlier, should Rusev be pulled from the Elimination Chamber, it's likely he will be replaced by Bray Wyatt. So Rusev is injured. Uh, I kind of find it funny that this is the second time that John Cena has wrestled someone and they've gotten injured. First it's Sami Zayn, now it's Rusev. Does this mean that John Cena is uh, hurting people? No, they're just fluke incidences, and I'm sure the internet is taking that, and they're going with it, and they're spinning it, and they're doing everything that they want or that they can, you know, because, you know, the internet hates John Cena and everything that he is and stands up for, and, you know, they'll take anything and turn it into the biggest thing in the world. But kind of a shame, you know, Rusev was just starting to pull away from Lana. He gets injured. This might be a good way to... Perhaps reinvent him, perhaps. Uh, maybe give him a chance to maybe reinvent himself or see where we go with this. But right now, the Rusev-Lana storyline, officially for now, is pretty much done. Bray Wyatt going in the Elimination Chamber. Um, well, needless to say, the only storyline he's got going for him is, well, nobody in there. So it should be interesting to see who the fan favorite is on that one. 
Sami Zayn was spotted earlier in Birmingham, Alabama, and chances are he is still in the area to schedule a shoulder surgery for a torn rotator cuff, an injury which he aggravated a few weeks ago with his bout with John Cena on Raw from Montreal. Zayn's shoulder has been bothering him since before he signed with WWE, and Ateo Atami also recently had shoulder surgery and will be out for several months. Original plans called for Sami Zayn to start working on the main WWE roster full-time following his match with Kevin Owens at NXT TakeOver Unstoppable. However, those plans changed as he suffered an injury in his match on Raw against John Cena. WWE has made the decision to keep Zayn down in NXT and to call up Owens to the main roster instead. As noted earlier, Owens has been added to several upcoming Raw events and has signed a main roster contract with WWE. So... Kind of a shock that Owens is getting called up so quick. He's only been in NXT for uh, maybe three, four months, and he's already getting called up to the main roster. I want to know what kind of deal he signed that got him up there so quick. And We know Atami is out uh, due to shoulder surgery, and we know Devitt isn't ready. He even said on Chris Jericho's podcast he doesn't mind working in NXT for a while. You know, because he kind of feels like he's doing something down there, and when he's ready, he'll I'm sure he'll let everyone know and say, "I want to go to the main roster." But Kevin Owens being signed first over Zayn, even though Zayn kind of hurt himself, and uh, kind of a surprise. I kind of figure that someone like Tyler Breeze would be ready to go in because you know he's kind of one of their biggest stars down there, one of their biggest heels. But you know, what do I know? Let's give it to the guy that we just gave the title to. Well, maybe there's a whole new plan in mind. I, I don't know. Uh, but bad luck for Sami Zayn and bad luck for Adeo Watami and I guess good luck for Kevin Steen fans. As noted earlier this week, WWE was teasing a storyline between Stardust and Arrow star Stephen Amell. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, WWE is indeed looking at doing a program between the two. And Mel is a big wrestling fan and has been pushing ideas on social media. He offered to be a guest GM and has been open to the idea of wrestling a match. My answer? No. Why? Because I'm old school. A celebrity should not get into the ring and be able to defeat a professional wrestler. Because to me, that tells me that anyone off the street can go inside a hospital and perform open-heart surgery. You know, if you have to be a professional to learn how to do something, and someone who's got no experience or background whatsoever, and little to no training, can beat a... a, No, I'm, I'm sorry, no. It's a cool idea... I'm sure in the comic book world they could probably pull it off or maybe do something maybe on screen or do like a skit. But as far as a wrestling match goes, uh, no. Please, no. Let's, no. WWE has pulled new t-shirts for Adeo Tommy and Becky Lynch from their WWE shop website. The Lynch shirts read, Last Kicker. And caused some chatter on social media since last is a slang term for girl or young woman. They were removed for men and children. The version for women is still available. You know, I love how, um, you know, this is so double-sided here. Uh, I believe the reason why they got rid of uh, Adeo Atami's shirt is because the kanji was wrong. But I find it funny, though, with Becky Lynch, uh, the name already Lynch. I mean, you can already call her fans the Lynch Mob, and already that gets everyone taken off the air. It's a great idea. If WWE takes it from me, I want some credit. Uh, But I love how the, the shirt is last kicker. And the children's sizes and men's sizes they got rid of, but they're keeping the ones for the women. So it's apparently that it's okay for a woman to be a last kicker. So a woman can beat the shit out of a woman, but a man can't be. I, I don't know. I, I, 
you know, I think this people, this, this whole world is just, you know, it's so sugar-coated, it's so sanitized, it's a friggin' t-shirt, I mean, come on. I see people at, you know, at work wearing um, pentagram, you know, t-shirts and, you know, all hail Satan t-shirts, and yet, you know, they're they're afraid of, you know, last kicker, you know, I, whatever. I'm not here to get on my moral soapbox, but whatever. This will be the last bit of news because, again, there hasn't really been a lot of news this week concerning, well, anything. It's been nothing but interviews and what this person thinks and what that person thinks and all this other crap. Uh, We noted that on the website yesterday that Brock Lesnar would face Kobe Kingston at the WWE Live event on July 4th in Sumo Hall, Japan. Dave Meltzer posted the following in regards to why Lesnar is working the event. Lesnar and Brad Renigans wanted to go to Japan to see Masa Saito. Just figured since he was going anyway, make it a tax dedu- make it tax deductible, get his trans pad, get his trans paid, and work one show. As mentioned before, Brock Lesnar has not wrestled at a WWE Live event since 2004. Well, the big rumor going around, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you that don't know, Brock Lesnar is starting to work house shows, or he'll be doing house shows, or something is going on. And it's kind of ironic that tomorrow night we have a pay-per-view called the Elimination Chamber. And Paul Heyman, I believe, is going to be the guest host on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. Huh. Kind of makes you wonder if there's, you know, more to it. You know what I mean? Brock coming back? Well, of course, because they need to, you know, make that big star attraction. You know, they, they need to get all their money's worth for that because... The only only bit of news that has come out is the whole TNA Destination America thing, and you know it came out. It, Dave Meltzer is the one that broke it and said that you know Destination America is canceling TNA and uh, Lucha Underground is taking over, ROH is taking over, or you know we haven't heard an actual press release from. Destination America, so until we get that press release, I am not believing a damn word that Dave Meltzer says, because anyone who knows, you know, me knows I'm not a big, not a big Dave Meltzer fan, and I know he's got a lot of people that are fans of his, but every single time he comes out with a report, whenever he's wrong, it's his sources, whenever he's right, and he thinks he's the greatest thing in the world, so, uh, you know, whatever. That's going to do it all for the news of the week. Why don't we get into a very memorialistic Monday Night Raw. Alright, so Monday Night Raw, Memorial Day, the last Raw in Nassau Coliseum, which I've been told that they are tearing the bitch down. Nassau will be gone. Little surprised, because I've been to the Nassau Coliseum a number of times, and had no idea that they were tearing that down. It's almost as, um, almost as rememberable as, uh, you know, Madison Square Garden, and they tore that down and rebuilt it. So, uh, I don't know if they're just rebuilding now, so I haven't heard anything, but, uh, 
You know, I guess it's kind of one of those, you know, wrestling shows that this is the last thing that Nassau sees and did Raw give them their money's worth? Well, let's find out. It opens up with the authority coming down to the ring, you know, bashing Dean Ambrose and, you know, doing their usual rigmarole and says all Dean has to do is come down to the ring, sign the contract, and he gets his match. And shenanigans break free, and Roman Reigns gets involved and all sorts of stuff, and, you know, Dean doesn't get his contract signed, at least not yet. And this is going to spill into the later shenanigans that are Monday Night Raw. A little surprised they didn't do more with it, but we will get into that in just a little bit. The opening match is Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns against Seth Rollins and Kane, to which Dean Ambrose and Reigns, well, get the win. Again, I'm surprised they didn't do a little more with the contract signing thing, but... Again, shenanigans will ensue, and we'll just go from there. The next thing segment is Rusev fighting R-Truth. He defeats R-Truth, and then Rusev calls out for Lana. Fade to commercial. We come back from commercial. Rusev is still in the ring, screaming for Lana to come down to the ring. He's from Bulgaria now. Uh, completely dropping the whole Russian moniker. He's now from Bulgaria, because we all forgot he was Bulgarian. Oops. But, okay, so now he's the Bulgarian brute with Russian theme. Okay, whatever. Uh, so, Rusev calls down Lalana and says, you know, we fought, let's make up, and all this crap. And, you know, it seems that Lana is going to go back to Rusev, and he says, uh, I just need you to say three things, I was wrong. Slap to the face, that gets him nowhere. Ziller comes out, they exchange a kiss, Rusev goes ape shit, and, you know, all that stuff, and, uh... It seems that Lana is slowly becoming more and more American because her accent was kind of not there. I mean, it was, but if you listen carefully back to the, the verbiage used, uh, yeah, some of her Americanness is coming, and I know she's not even American, but her, the Russian accent is starting to slip. Ryback goes up against King Barrett. Another decent match between Ryback. He's been getting slightly better, I think, because he's moving around a little bit. He's still favoring the ribs, um, you know, uh, I guess that's what the angle they're going to use going into chamber, so he's going to be out of the competition. Barrett loses, and Barrett, uh, excuse me, Ryback gets the win. Decent match again from Ryback. He's getting better and better in the ring. I got really no issues with it at all. We then have a backstage segment where Dean Ambrose is talking with J&J Security, and they don't bring the contract, and there's a big fight, and he knocks out a cameraman. More on this later. Neville goes up against Stardust. Stardust comes out as the uh, as Dr. Sinister, as you know, with that new headdress that he's got, and he uh, goes eye-to-eye with uh, Mr. Amell. Now, apparently, they're going to have a match or something. I'm not sure. But Alice comes down to the ring and, you know, watches the whole thing. Uh, while I'm glad for Neville getting the win, I'm sad that Cody couldn't because he's been on a losing streak for the last six months. I kind of want to see Cody pull this around. Bo gets into the ring and says, I believe you can get back up, Neville, from your leg. And he beats the shit out of him. Classic heel stuff. I love friggin' Bo Dallas. Anyone that knows me knows I love heels being heels. It's just a thing to do. Absolutely love it. We then go back to the back once again, and the authority call in. They go to Dean Ambrose, and they have the cameraman, and he says, Hey, that's the guy that, 
you know, hit me, but I think I got pushed. Shenanigans ensue. They arrest Dean Ambrose, and they take him to the paddy wagon, and they drive him off to jail. And that's where the segment kind of ends, because, again, why do anything fun where Ambrose is constantly trying to catch Seth or taking out the authority one by one or just causing all sorts of shenanigans? No, we're going to just write him off the show until the last four minutes of Raw. Again, if you've watched Raw more than a year, you already know where this is going. And I said this last year, we are right back to where we started, where Brian has retired the belt and Ambrose is getting a title shot, or at least a shot at Seth Rollins. Well, that's kind of exactly where we're at exactly a year later. Sheamus goes up against Dolph Ziggler. It's another match that they've had, you know, once before. At least Dolph didn't get busted open. Again, another good match between the two of them. Lana comes out. And shows her support for Ziggler, who gets the lo- who gets the loss. Going into Elimination Chamber, Sheamus looks strong, and Dolph looks like, well, Dolph. I mean, what, what more do you want? Uh, John Cena comes down to the ring, and he's all, This is Nassau Coliseum, and I know that... And everyone heard my comments you know, last week about John Cena and how he's got no passion. I kind of felt less passion this week than I did at the... Uh, at the pay-per-view when he fought Rusev, he was just spouting out lines, and, you know, he already had this all in his head, and he's all, fight, Owens, fight, it's John Cena, go, or whatever the hell it is. Um, I'm more hyped for the match than I am for his promos now. Uh, we fight Zack Ryder because the cast of Entourage shows up. I don't watch the show. I don't care. So uh, I believe the fans who are from Long Island don't really care much about the show either because they didn't get much of a reaction. Zack Ryder comes out. And this was, I don't want to say it's a waste, but come on, it's Zack fucking Ryder. Does anyone believe he's actually going to beat John Cena? No. Uh, Kevin Owens comes out of the comes out of the ring after the match, beats up John Cena, steps on the United States title. The match is booked, and this should be uh, should be a good one. We get into the predictions later on. We then get Tamina versus Paige, and Tamina wins. Usually she's the one to lose, but no, Tamina actually gets the win, looking dominant over a uh, 97-pound pasty white page. You know, good stuff. Uh, you know, proving that she's not just a bodyguard. She can actually friggin' wrestle, and apparently I think the crew figured that out too. Nice to see Paige come back, but Tamina just crushed her. Absolutely crushed her. What does this mean for the Divas division? Nothing. So that's about all you're going to get with that. We then had the New Day coming down to the ring saying it's not fair that, you know, we have to defend our tag team titles. Kane comes down to the ring and says, well, you know what? You're going to fight Los Matadores, Cesaro and Kid, the primetime players, the Ascension, the Lucha Dragons, the Legion of Doom, Demolition, the Beverly Brothers, the Powers of Pain. You're going to fight the Dungeon of Doom, the NWO, DX, every tag team that ever existed in WWE against the New Day. This match went for about four and a half minutes, and it turned into a friggin' brawl. The New Day still walked away, the winners, because it was by DQ, and, you know, shenanigans. This is the last show for, uh, you know, the last show for Nassau Coliseum, so, you know, whatever. Dean Ambrose, uh, no, not the authority coming out of the ring. Seth Rollins says, well, I guess he's not here. He got himself arrested, blah, blah, blah. Well, apparently, someone in the back saw the actual fight take place backstage and posted it on YouTube, and Rollins is all, yeah, well, I set him up, but he's not going to be able to make it in time to sign the contract anyway. Enter Roman Reigns, enter Dean Ambrose with the paddy wagon, nightsticks, shenanigans ensue, signs the contract, fade to black, end of Raw. Well, it was a 
fun kind of sort of Raw. A lot of segments, a lot of talking. Uh, I'm sure there was a Bray Wyatt promo somewhere in there. You know, I am the eater of worlds, and I'm going to, you know, kill stuff because that's what I do. Surprised I didn't see any of the Wyatts tonight in tag action or anything. Uh, apparently, they're not a thing anymore, or they just forgot to book them because, you know, shenanigans. Again, Decent Raw was the last Raw for... Nassau Coliseum, the last thing that they were going to see, and I'm surprised there was no, you know, Hulk Hogan moment, there was no, you know, big moment. I figured that they would send the fans home happy with that kind of a big moment, or something huge that would send them home extremely happy, as opposed to just, you know, I'm going to get my title shot, no you won't, no yes I am, and you know, that's kind of how it ends, but again, who am I? Who am I to judge? Who am I to, to say anything? So why don't we wrap everything up and go to the pay-per-view that is taking place tomorrow night, the Elimination Chamber. The Elimination Chamber, better known as No Escape in Germany. I'm going to let that sink in for just a minute. Now that you got the joke, I don't need to say any more. Taking place tomorrow night, May 31st, at the American Bank Center in Corpus Christi, Texas. It's going to be a... I think it's actually going to be a decent card. It's going to be a decent show because they're doing... I don't want to say anything new and innovative, but they're they're trying with this one. I mean, they're not going to just throw it away, considering that in two weeks from now is going to be Money in the Bank, so why the hell not? Uh, the pre-show is going to be Ms. TV as he talks to Daniel Bryan, and he goes on and on and on about how his neck hurts and how he wishes he could be in the professional wrestling business because he done came early and hurt himself, so whatever, boo-hoo, could you uh, this is going to be in no particular order because uh, I don't know what order they plan on doing things with the exception of the main event, but again, John Cena's on the card. Neville versus Bo Dallas, it's a grudge match. I'm going to give this to Adrian Neville because Bo doesn't win because WWE doesn't believe in their heels. Nikki Bella versus Paige versus Naomi. Uh, this might be time for a new champion, but I'm going to put the smart money on Nikki only because... The smart, the smart money is on Nikki, but if I was to pick out of all of them, I would say Naomi's got more to gain on this one. But again, I'm going to give it to Nikki just because I know how WWE book. Sheamus versus Ryback versus R-Truth versus King Barrett versus possibly Bray Wyatt versus Ziggler in the Elimination Chamber match with the vacant Intercontinental Championship. And this is all because Brian Danielson hurt himself again and had to vacate the title again. So we had to come up with a match to come up with a new champion. Surprise, they didn't do it at Money in the Friggin' Bank. But that's okay. Let's do another Chamber match. So many to pick from. R-Truth is definitely not going to be your guy to win. And I am so shocked that Stardust is not in here because R-Truth hasn't won a lot of matches and he just gets thrown into it, so why not? In fact, you can just get rid of R-Truth and put Stardust in. Again, he's not going to win anyway. But since Rusev is out, that changes the game altogether. And if Bray is in there, I don't see Bray being the winner either. It's going to come down to one of two people, Dolph or Sheamus. Sheamus just came back. They might want to give him the title because, you know, he's a heel and gur and stuff. 
Ziggler is going to be the fan favorite unless he's in there with Bray, and then the fans will, you know, want Bray. The smart money, I believe, is going to be on Sheamus. But for this, you know what? I'll just say Sheamus pulls it off because, again, why not? I think he's got the most to win on this one. Ryback is probably the second most obvious, but I don't think they're going to give it to him just yet. Again, they may have. Yeah, that's just my, you know, my opinion on the whole thing. Our truth isn't going to get it. I don't think Barrett's going to get it because he's king of the ring and he's already got something. And Ziggler. Again, he can lose a thousand matches and still look good, so that's why I'm not picking him. The New Day versus the Lucha Dragons, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, the primetime players, the Ascension and the Matadores, in the first ever tag team elimination chamber match. I have no idea what the hell is going to happen in this match, but I'm going to put the smart money on the New Day because they have one extra member and they're heels now, so cheating and stuff. A lot of people online are saying that it's going to be uh, the primetime players that might pull this off. Uh, They haven't been around that much. They've been doing nothing but vignettes. I would love to see more tag team wrestling, especially now because you have the Wyatts. You know, let's do something with the tag division instead of just showing, you know, two teams every week. And I'm sure they have another tag team. I just haven't really thought of who they could be. But it's going to go to the New Day because, you know, why not? They're a heel team. People don't like them. Keep the belts on them. Keep the heat. It works. John Cena versus Kevin Owens for the... for It's a singles match. There's no title on the line. So this kind of makes John Cena infallible. Which basically is saying that Kevin Owens can beat John Cena and he doesn't have to lose the title. So with that being said... I think Kevin Owens is going to beat John Cena because we had an earlier report that he's getting called up to the main roster. This might be his way to do it. He beats John Cena at the pay-per-view and says, I already beat you, now I want the title. If the title was on the line, I would say Cena wins, but since the belt is not on the line, I'm going to say that Kevin Owens is going to beat John Cena, and I'm going to predict that this could very well be the match of the night. It has that big fight feel to it because Owens does kind of bring that to the table. John Cena is John Cena, for lack of a better term. He is, you know, John Cena. That's just the way things go. And this could be very well the match of the night. It should be an awesome fight. And I think Kevin Owens is going to squeak by Superman. And the main event of the evening is Seth Rollins defending the World Heavyweight Championship against Dean Ambrose. And as much as the internet is screaming and yelling and saying that it's time for Ambrose to finally get the title, no. It's not going to happen because Seth Rollins is going to have the authority, he's going to have Kane, he's going to have Triple H, he's going to have all sorts of shit happen. Ambrose is not walking out of that arena with out of this pay-per-view with that title in his hands. The big rumor that is floating around, ladies and gentlemen, this is a spoiler alert, so if you don't want to hear the spoiler alert, plug your ears, turn off the podcast now. If you want to listen, listen. I've heard from sources that Brock Lesnar will be close by on this event, and Seth Rollins is going to get destroyed at this event. And in fact, everyone involved in this event is going to get destroyed by Brock Lesnar. That is a spoiler that might be happening, that could be happening, that should be happening. I don't know if it's going to happen, but those are my predictions leading into the pay-per-view, the event tomorrow night, which is Elimination Chamber. It should be. I'm looking at it going, this could be a decent card. This could be this decent card. This could be a decent show. Uh, Last month's, or I should say last two weeks' pay-per-view was decent, you know, we all heard my thoughts on it, 
But no, this this could be good. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to this one. And, you know, let's see what they do as we head forward to Money in the Bank after Elimination Chamber. They're pumping these out left, right, and center. I mean, this is just absolutely crazy. Uh, trying to get that extra revenue, I guess, if they're never going to come to Phoenix, Arizona for pay-per-view. Anyway, that is all that we have for you this week. Again, sorry for a shorter episode, but again, I don't have anyone to bounce things off of. I got in late, and that's just kind of the ways things to happen. I'm sorry that there was no NXT. I was unable to catch NXT this week due to my hectic schedule. I heard that, you know, stuff happened. SmackDown is just a recap of Monday Night Raw, so again, not much happened. I would cover TNA, but no. And that's going to do it all for this week. We will see you all next time. Same place, same channel. All of us here at Beyond the Mat have an awesome weekend. Enjoy the pay-per-view, and we will see you next time. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.